Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I asked you what William Harbutt did for you. You, you, I mean you, right there. You, yeah, you, and you, and you, and you, and you. You all played with something that William Harbutt brought into our lives. Because William Harbutt invented Mala. Yes, he did. Well, plasticine, as it was called. But sure, we all called it Mala. Or so posh, the pie, in the posh schools, they put an R in it and they call it Morla. But was flipping Morla. Joe Kerrigan, good morning. Good morning to you, PJ. You remember making Morla balls and Morla snakes as well as I do. Oh, God, I do. And little islands and little houses and little people and little dogs. animals. And dogs. Oh, heavens, dogs. It's difficult to get them to stand up, mind you. You have to make little round balls for their legs to make them stand. But, oh, it was creative. That was it, PJ. It was so creative. Mm. Your mind had full flow. And that's what I don't have now, I think. Yeah. That imagination. You were, you were writing about this in, in the Echo. It, it was a thing called, he called it plasticine. And it used to come in coloured strips. I remember it myself. You'd get it in Matthews or places like that. Uh, but it, it, when we got it into our hands, it turned brown. It was awful. <laughs> it did, didn't it? Because it got, uh, it mixed. You started off with pink and orange and blue and all the nice colours. And then, you, of course, you mix them together. And then they just blended very effectively into a, a muddy sort of brown. And all I can remember from my childhood is the, the muddy brown black colour. Mm. And your mother always knew if you'd been playing with Marla on the kitchen table. <laughs> you can, did you use it? You must have. I did. I did. We'd be, I'd be, we'd be lumps of it and you'd, you'd put it in a shoebox. Yeah, yeah, and did you ever find that on a cold day or a really cold evening, you had to warm it up to try and get it? Now oh, you did. You did, because if you tried to use it when it was cold, it would break into lumps and it wouldn't, it wouldn't roll into snakes and balls so easily. No. But it wasn't, and so you had to warm it up to do it. It's hard work. But most of the time, if you were in the kitchen, and if your house, like any self-respecting house, had arranged there, the place would have been warm anyway, and you would have been able to work. But you could spend hours inventing things with it. and make. You made snakes, did you? Snakes and balls. And I used to make dogs. I used to make little dogs. Um, you'd put a small ball and a slightly bigger ball, which you'd make into a little sausage, four tiny legs and a little tail, and you'd shape the nose. And I had loads of little mauler dogs around the place. Oh, and did you keep them? And you kept them for... Not uh, at all. We squashed, them, we squashed them down and made cats out of them. Do you know, I was... <laughs> <laughs> that was a wonderful thing about the creativity. And that's something I worry about because now most of the craft kits you can buy for kids, it's all done. They have a design, they have yeah. a pattern, and the kid makes exactly that and nothing else. That's Whereas right. You said, 
you made a dog, then you made a cat, squashed up, made a cat, then you might have made something else, a snake, then you might have made a smaller snake climbing up behind it. We, made, ca- we made houses and castles. You, you'd, you'd do yep. a load of, a load of the, the long sausages and you'd lay them on top of each other and you'd squash them down and then you'd try to make a little bit of a roof with them and you again would. you'd squash that down and make more dogs. And you would, and it was creative. You did it. You were there. You had your own your mind and your hands. And I do know people who've gone on to become sculptors and artists afterwards and creative people because of what they did then. You sat at the kitchen table, you had this lump of stuff, and your mind was free to make whatever it wanted. That was a wonderful thing about it. It was lovely. You, you were talking to someone actually for yeah. the article. Jar was it, who did just that, That's who the, discovered their... Yeah, he's the, the emeritus uh, head of drama at UCC. He's retired now. But he started with uh, Mala, and he was making it at the kitchen table, and he made so many things with it, and he loved it. And when he got older and meant to put away the things of a child, he went to the School of Art, which mm-hmm. was then the Crawford, and he was went and moulded with clay and loved it and went yeah. into sculpture. And then he went into theatre design and working out things for theatre. So you start by knowing what your hands can do. And mm-hmm. then you work on from that to turn it into something else. It's wonderful. Yeah, and if you learn to use your hands with Mala, you, I think a lot of people went on to do other things. Like, they, they learned to use their hands, their fingers, their thumbs. Some people became good with cable and went on to be electricians. Some people yep. went and became mechanics. But so many people started. Like, I, I love like home electrics, hobby electrics, lighting projects. And a lot of that is very delicate and very small, but it was little, 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 little bit smaller. And, and that, that taught me how to do all that. You want to think back. But come here. He invented, Mr. Harbutt invented plasticine in, God almighty, I couldn't remember. 1897 or something. 1897. Who, who changed the name to Marla? Uh, no, that's interesting. That's this. Uh, I was talking to a couple of people, to Mary O'Leary and a couple of others, who are better, the Irish is better than mine, and she said she thought the root was in Marl, but I know that in Devon and the south of England, Marl is um, clay, the kind of clay you use for making pottery. <sighs> and um, I'm wondering if there's a link between the two there, the Marl and the Marl. And Marl is also a colour. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y dot And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. It is um, a colour of, of dirty dark clay. Yeah, and there's also Mixed kind of a marl. You get a marl. Uh, you get a grey marl and a blue marl and a and a brown marl, which is a mixture of all the blues and uh, and, and that's yeah. yeah, that's a colour. So when you mix them all together, you got a kind of a brown marl. And of course, we took we made <laughs> yeah. we and of course in in we we made mala out of it. Like we did, and we called it mala. But I myself, even though I'll probably be hammered for it, I suspect it comes from the English word marl. Yeah, somewhere along the line. I don't That's know right. if there's another. Right. Like the, the English I can have one. Corrected. I stand to be corrected. It was no doubt that the thing was the most creative way a kid could use That's his other It was fantastic. And I, I don't think they called it Marla or Marla in England ever. It was plasticine. Plasticine, of course. Plasticine. Mind you, I tell you something, Joe. Here's the funny bit now. This could get me in trouble, but I don't care because it was something I used to. <laughs> we, we had a teacher. 
Mrs. O'Neill, who mm-hmm. always called it called plasticine, right? And she taught us how to use it. Never forget her to this day. She's she's dead now. God rest her. But I, I remember, I was it a friend of my mother's used to say, "Only Protestant call it plasticine." That's Marla. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. That's a lovely dismissive way of putting it. What school was that at, PJ? I was, well, at that stage, I was in Prez. But in, 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 only Protestants call it plasticine. Everyone else calls it Marlach. <laughs> I love that. Yes, you probably will get us both into trouble for that, but that's lovely. But it's also true. It's totally accurate. It's gone now. Can you get it even anymore? I'm not sure you can. I know there's something called play dough, which is perfectly ethically excellent for kids and isn't dangerous and isn't nasty and is about as, as boring as a wet Friday. And it's uh, and they have play dough now because it's all. Remember, there are all these rules of the EU. You mustn't have the bright colours. You mustn't have dangerous things. You mustn't have something they might put into their mouth yeah. or hang themselves with. So I think it's play dough. I don't think plasticine is available anymore, and we, I wish it were. I wish it was. We, we, we used to put it up our noses and everything and into our ears and whatever. And when you think of it too, Mr. Harbutt back in 1897, one of the things they used to use it for, there was someone wrote a book. Our pamphlet was it? They used to put it into a broken tooth. Oh dear God! But yes, yes, I can see that you would. I mean, what else back then? The dentistry wasn't the greatest thing in the world back then at the change of the nineteenth, twentieth century. And I imagine that you would just ram it in there. I know Richard, yeah. my husband, uses this as uh, still uses bits of something that he calls yeah. Marla. Fergal, Fergal is telling me here that you can actually get Marla still. You, you can. can. You, you can. Yeah, for it. I will go and look in one of the pawn shops and see if they have it yeah, in the yeah. proper strips. You can use. You do electrics and electronics at home. Well, it's very handy for putting tiny things in to keep them in one place. Ain't that and the if truth. you ever see that the pair shop on television, yeah. they use something very like Marla they to did. hold the tiny bits of clock springs and things until they need them. Fergal is a, a mind full of wonderful history too. He reckons that the Marla came from. It was a German brand name. For plasticine. Ah, well, that could be it because we'd use anything but the English word. Yeah. A bit like, okay bit like we call ho- vacuum cleaners hoovers. Yes, I know because it's an easier word to use. Yeah. And you can get, you can still get Play Doh. I had Play Doh for my kids when they were small. And I thought, Grand, now here's Mala 2.0. No, 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 no. Nothing like it. It is not the same. No. Do you, do you know, the only thing that was, you'll laugh at this now, the only thing I ever found that was anything like Marla, when you played with it for a while and softened it up, Blue Tack. Blue Tack, but Blue Tack goes hard awfully quickly. Have you ever stuck something on the wall of Blue Tack and then when it comes off, there's a hard lump on the wall that peels off the paint or the wall? Half the wall comes off with it. Half the wall comes off with it. It's not as malleable. It is not as obedient and helpful. Mm-hmm. And that's what plasticine was for young hands. Apart from the occasional cold day when you had to warm it in your hands, it was kind and obliging and became whatever you wanted it to be. That's right, that's right. And and the the packet said non-toxic, and I'm sure we tested it. There was enough of it swallowed and chewed and, <laughs> do you know? Oh, yeah, I think I know the taste of it, so I must have chewed it or <laughs> put it in my mouth. Yeah, it was the kind of taste that did nothing, but you wanted a taste, was it more? It was like, yeah. it was like biting into water. There was just something strange about it. Biting into water. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know you can get it. I'd love to know. And if there's anywhere, uh, you know, craft shops. If you can get it anywhere, you might get it in vibes and scribes, maybe. You could try vibes and scribes, but sometimes you'll find it in pawn shops. 
Yeah. If the Chinese are still making it and don't know that we've got rules against things like mall anymore, yeah. then I will try Wise and Scribe, but I suspect they don't. I've got the more up-to-date modern ones. I love Wise and Scribe. It's a great place. Yeah. You can get all kinds of crafts there. But the, uh, I think that mall would be only in the, the unapproved little shops. All right. Listen, great, great catching up and a lovely piece on, on Mala. Mala balls and Mala snakes. Joe Kerrigan writing about it in uh, The Examiner. Or The Echo, rather. The Echo. Thank you, Joe. Quartz 96 FM. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.